Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 589, Expert Advice on How to Rock Your Professional Life While Loving Your Role as a Parent. I'm excited to have a very special guest join me, someone who totally understands the world of juggling a family, running a household, and enjoying a successful professional career. Tamika Isaac Devine is an elected official, attorney, and a leading expert and speaker on work-life integration for busy working moms. She's also the author of a must-read book, Think Like a CEO, Act Like a Mom, The Pursuit of Work and Life Integration. Tamika, welcome to the Mighty Mommy Podcast. As moms, we want to achieve a better work-life balance so we can cut down on all that stress and feeling so overwhelmed with our day-to-day schedules. We also want to feel fulfilled in our personal lives, too. The question is, how? Well, today's guest, Tamika Isaac-Devine, can help. Tamika, welcome to the Mighty Mommy Podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. I've been a fan, and I'm just Excited to be able to be here and talk with you and your listeners. Well, great, because I have some questions that I know my listeners are really excited to learn some better tips about. So let's start with this. Moms everywhere are struggling to balance their lives when it comes to work, home, raising their families, and whatever's left over, finding time to nurture themselves. The challenge that we meet, though, is making it happen. And it sounds like you can help so many of us. So let's get started. First of all, you have a topic that you talk about quite frequently, which is called work-life integration. And I am so excited to learn more about that. So can you talk about that? So for me, you know, I am a busy working mom like all of you. I'm a practicing attorney. I'm an elected official. I'm an entrepreneur where I do speaking and coaching. So I I do a whole lot of stuff. And several years ago, I was like everybody else, just kind of constantly trying to excel professionally. But I felt like I was missing some stuff at home. And I felt just really depleted and depressed because I was trying to have that really elusive work-life balance that everybody asked for. And it just kind of occurred to me and it hit me one day when kind of 
all the balls were in the air and I was all over the place. And I'm like, what is wrong? I, I'm, I'm such a high achieving person. Why am I not getting this work-life balance? I realized the reason I wasn't achieving work-life balance is because it doesn't exist. It was kind of like the aha moment. I realized that, you know, society has taught us for so long that we want to try and have work-life balance. And if we are not, you know, the perfect wife, the mom, and being able to have this career and make, um, you know, have dinner on the table when our, you know, husband and kids get home and, you know, we're not going to PTO meetings and, you know, all that other stuff that, you know, somehow we're failing and, and we're not. And so I, I really did some self-searching. I really looked at kind of my schedule and, and what I felt would work for me. And what I realized what worked for me, especially with my busy schedule and having uh, my kids and wanting them to be a part of mommy and mommy success and what I do and understand what mommy does and why when I'm gone, I have to be gone. Part of that was integrating them into my career. Um, and so the integration part, work-life integration for me is recognizing that who Tamika is, is a whole person. And that encompasses being lawyer and councilwoman and mommy. And so there is no on and off switch to turn off one role or take off one hat. It all is part of who I am. And so I had to embrace that's who I am and figure out how does all, all of that work together to bring me joy um, and to bring me comfort. And so that's what work-life integration is to me, is finding that integration between the important things in your life, whether it is your role as a wife and mom or daughter or sister or your role as a, a professional working woman and letting all that complement each other instead of competing for equal time. Oh my goodness. I love that. I mean, I'm a mom of eight kids and I do the whole, I work two full-time jobs. I do PTO. I help at my church and, you know, I try to squeeze in my, my walks in the morning and, and all of that. And I am, this is always on my mind. So I'm already learning from you. Um, so the work-life balance, we say, is it achievable for on-the-go moms? And what I'm hearing you say is yes, but how are we making that happen where we're, we're balancing our work life? And, and I love your, your term integration. I like that even better than balancing. So, so how does that work? You know, so I think where it first starts with number one, giving yourself permission to allow your priorities drive your actions. And what I mean by that is, you know, I think that, again, going back to society's roles, there, there's all these expectations that other people have of what, you know, a successful woman looks like or what a, a good mom looks like or, you know, and, and what people's expectations are aren't always reality. And what it might look like for one person might not be what it looks like for another. So, you know, how we do that is giving yourself um, a permission to allow your priorities to drive your actions. And so if your priority is running that Etsy business and growing it to a, you know, seven figure business while still being home and being able to bake cookies for the kids and run carpool, that's what it looks like for you. And so when you allow yourself to let that be the priority that drives your actions. And so then you build your schedule around supporting the success of that, what that looks like for you, then you'll get to that quote balance or, or at least really, I won't say balance, you'll get to that peace and you'll get to that satisfaction and you'll get to what, what I say is joy. 
you know, happiness is situational. Joy is is always there. And that's really what we always want. We want that joy. I think sometimes because we compare ourselves to other moms and especially with social media, it's so easy to jump on somebody's page and say, oh my goodness, they just whipped up a five-course meal and they just came home from a, a business trip and yet they're their children are off to Ivy League schools and that kind of thing. And I mean, and I don't mean to to make that sound petty and all, but is is comparison part of our struggle here and our challenge? Oh, Cheryl, it's a big part. Um, It's a big part. I actually did a webinar about that a couple months ago when when we first started lockdowns and everybody was home. I started (laughs) noticing on my page that folks were like really, really admiring what they thought what looked great that other people were doing. And it dawned on me, I said, you know, the saying that comparison is a thief of joy. And it really is. I mean, as we start comparing, like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I, and I'll give you a funny story for me. So for Easter, you know, that was like right after lockdowns. And I'm like, I've got a little bit more time at home. I'm going to, you know, we're going to have the Easter egg hunt in the backyard. And we're going to make these really great <laughs> Easter egg cookies and I'm going to do this Easter breakfast. So my, my baby wanted um, to make bunny, bunny pancakes. So I did the pancakes and I, you know, tried to make the ears and the, the body and I used the food <laughs> coloring and other things to do things. And it tasted fine. It did not look good at all, but you know, I was like, okay. And, and so, but I was sitting there and then I was looking through my social media feed and one of my friends, who's actually a president of a college and she is, I mean, has an amazing career, but she did this family um, breakfast and she had, you know, the bunny and the Easter eggs. And so it was just like, it was picture perfect. It was like Martha Stewart. And I'm sitting here <laughs> like, oh my goodness, look at my little buddy and hers. But I just had to laugh. I told her, I said, I said, one day, you know, we're going to look at this and our kids are not going to really care about what our buddy breakfasts for Easter 2020 look like. It's, it was the joy of making it together and hers look better than mine. And so <laughs> I say that to say, you know, people have got to realize that, yeah, we can't compare ourselves to other moms because first of all, what people put out there, especially on social media, isn't always the right. <laughs> isn't always the truth. Or even no, We know it. <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's so true. When you can get on that thinking level and you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses, whatever the Joneses are, um, you can just enjoy your own world. And believe me, I learned that quickly with eight kids. And that's what kept me going when, you know, we were eating cereal for dinner and the, the neighbors next door were having steak and potatoes. I was like, well, we're eating. At least we're not going to bed hungry. <laughs> um, well, listen, Tamika, can you give my listeners one or maybe two, depending on how long they are, your favorite tips for making this work-life integration a reality when we're overwhelmed? Is there, do you have a favorite go-to that moms can just sink their teeth into and get up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going to try this and it's going to you know, make a difference in my life. Well, what would you say? Definitely. So I'm going to give two quick ones. Um, the first one is more practical. You remember I said, allow your priorities to drive your actions. And so when you're doing that, that will allow you to know where you're going, have your goals set. And, and from knowing the goals, have a plan, have an action plan for you. And then that action plan, write it down uh, so that it's tangible and you can see it and you can figure out what are your action items to get there. So if, you know, if it is working this week to build your business, 
And it's summertime and you might want to expose your children to your business, come up to what that looks like and come up with duties and tasks for each of you. And so that's something that's really practical that I think will help. Number one, with you schedule wise, trying to kind of keep a handle on what you have to do and and balancing, quote, balancing the time between those things. But also, again, it helps you have some time with your kids, exposing them to what you do, giving them you know, a little task, maybe even giving them a little allowance or a salary for that. I mean, my kids love that. I mean, they love to quote work for mom because they get some money, but they also are learning so (laughs) many great, great things. Uh, So that's the first practical one. But I think my biggest, most favorite one, make sure that you're practicing grace and gratitude. And what I mean by that is, of course, grace, give yourself grace. Every day is not going to be perfect. You're not going to do everything perfect. It's okay. You're perfect to your kids. You're perfect to, you know, your spouse, your partner. And so be happy. You know, there's always room for improvement. Yes. But give yourself grace and understand that, you know, you know, not everything's going to go the way exactly the way you want to in it to tomorrow's another day. But on the flip side of that, practice gratitude. Be grateful for every single thing that you have from, you know, the, the quarantine time we've had during coronavirus has given you an opportunity to, you know, work on your business, spend more time with your kids, catch up with folks that you hadn't talked to in a long time, whatever it is you did. You know, it was a terrible, terrible situation to be quarantined, locked up, not be able to go anywhere, frightful that you or your family members or someone you love may get sick. But the flip side of that is, you know, we had some really great silver linings out of that as far as, you know, being able to spend quality time with the ones we love. So being grateful for all of life's opportunities the opportunities and the obstacles, because from everything you learn lesson and what I've learned is those lessons that you learn actually help you uh, be better and more successful in the other things that you're trying to do. Oh, gratitude and grace. And I love that gratitude. um, I've instilled that with my eight kids. No matter what it is, there's always, always something to be grateful about. And when you actually stop and make it a moment and you think about it, I mean, I have a gratitude journal that I've been doing ever since Oprah started the gratitude journal all those years ago. It is, it's something I have never strayed away from. And it really helps when times are tough because there, there are always things that you can, you can be thankful for. That's wonderful. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. 
That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics because that's who we are. Now, you wrote a book, and I love the title of this, Think Like a CEO, Act Like a Mom, The Pursuit of Work-Life Integration. So can you just tell my listeners a little bit about that book? Because it's just such a great title, and it's just so empowering. Oh, thanks. So that is that book I wrote uh, because I was doing a whole lot of speaking, some consulting with some corporations regarding um, helping them with work-life integration strategies. So people kept saying, you need to write these down. So I decided to put them together in the book. And so what my book is, is talking about what when I say act like a CEO, think about how a CEO handles a business. The CEO wakes up every day and thinks about the vision and the mission of that business and making sure that they're doing things that continue to move that business forward. The same way you need to look at your life um, and your family and running your household as a CEO uh, you've got, you know, you've got the action plan. You want to return, give your board of directors or uh, shareholders a return on your investment. Uh, you want to make sure that you um, have um, the strategy on how you're going to grow or move to the next level. So the same principles that CEOs um, employ for their business, you need to be employing for your life. But considering, like, again, act like a mom. As a mom, you know, we're we're used to juggling a whole lot of things. But we are also really the backbone for our family. And and so keeping that in mind that what is important is is raising strong kids and, you know, building a, a household that not only you know can sustain you financially, but also le- leaves a legacy. And so how do you do that? So in the book, I give the tips and strategies, but I also give some anecdotes of my life. You know, some of the things that I heard as a a young professional woman and elected leader. I mean, when I first ran for office, I was single, no kids. And once I got married and started having children, people expected me to, to resign from my office because there was no way they thought that I could be a city leader and have small kids. And I showed them not only did I show them that I could do it, but, you know, I showed them I could do it more than once. And. And so I share some of the stories like, you know, the little old lady who gave me the side eye when I when she saw me feeding my kids McDonald's because I was (laughs) running from one meeting to another, you know, or the stories about how I take my kids to things. And so now at, you know, 14 and nine, my children can have any conversation about with anybody about politics. They've met the Obamas, you know, down to the mayor and others. And so they're very politically engaged. And so I share some of that as well. So it's it's a great book, if I do say so myself, and it's an audio <laughs> and, and read uh, in, in paperback. And it just gives you an insight on how you can really put some structure around your life so that you don't have to put your professional goals and dreams on hold because you're a mom. Um, but the reason you actually should go after your professional goals and dreams are because you're a mom, because you're not only telling your kids all the great things that they can do, but you're showing them by going after your dreams and being successful at them. That is amazing. I was just going to close with with one last thought. And you really kind of just summed it up with, with your book. But is there anything else that you would share with us that could be the game changer for the struggling on-the-go mom, any any last tangible tip that you would want uh, to leave our listeners with? 
I mean, I, I would just expound on that last one. Um, so when I work with women um, and they say, like, how do you do all this? Or I'll, I'll talk to people about what their dreams are. A lot of times they the, the reason that they'll say the reason they haven't gone after starting that business or getting that promotion or, you know, do, running for office is because, well, they're like, well, maybe I'll do it when my kids get older. And, you know, for me, I, I, I don't want any woman to feel like you should you know, number one, wake up one day and regret the things that you didn't do while your kids were younger. But I also want people to understand that, you know, in this day and age, you know, our children learn more from what they see us do than what we tell them. Talk about my kids. I mean, my nine-year-old is a best-selling author and has her own t-shirt line. That's not something mommy told her to do, but it's something she wanted to do. But it was based on the reality of seeing me do stuff. She knew she could do it. And so I just would leave with you that that when you're making decisions about your life and the direction you want to go to, when you start having that little me in your ear and say, well, maybe this isn't the right time because dot, dot, dot. Think about why you want to do it and why you think you can't. And most of the time, it's the same reason. It's the the folks that you love. And if you do it right, you are not only inspiring them and showing them all the great things, but they're also learning a whole lot about just going after their dreams by seeing you do it as well. And if you do it right, definitely, you'll build a business that will give you the flexibility and the luxury to spend more time with them anyway. Oh, that is that's, I think, most of our dream is to be able to have a lot more time with our kids. And to keep, you know, keep balancing our work life that we love and, you know, just to make everything jive like that. So such great inspired advice. Hey, Tamika, where is the best place that uh, my listeners can connect with you? Well, I'm on all social media so they can put in Tamika Isaac Devine. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. But they can also go to my website and my website is a divinelife.com. And on my website, you can find out more about uh, my coaching and consulting business. You can also, you know, purchase my book or my daughter's T-shirts, or you can sign up for a free strategy session with me in my newsletter. And I'll tell you one thing, Cheryl, on my newsletter, I always, I don't, I don't bombard anybody's email with, you know, emails just to email them. I don't send newsletters like every week. I typically will send a tip or two here or there, but I also send some really useful like webinars when I do talk about tips and strategies, things that you can implement. So if anybody wants to sign up, if they go to divinelife.com, they can do all of that there. Excellent. Oh, thank you so much. This has been such a great chat. So grateful to have you on the show today. I know my listeners are going to love it. I've learned stuff from you and, um, you know, I've been a mom for 27 years. You've inspired me. So this has been a real joy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tamika, thanks so much for joining me today and sharing these insightful and extremely helpful pieces of advice. You can find her book, Think Like a CEO, Act Like a Mom, The Pursuit of Work and Life Integration on Amazon.com. And you can also connect with her on her website at www.adivinelife.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join me next week when we discuss the importance of kids and chores and some tips on how you can get them motivated to pitch in. Until next time, happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn. 
or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.